Chapter 2 The Night Ride The magic of the night continued as we pulled away from our familiar house and barn. From the field, our animals ran to the fence, their pleading cries and curious looks adding to the mystery of the evening. As I sat within the sleigh, gazing into the night sky, large flakes of snow began to fall, drifting up and down around our heads. In the swirl of white, the flakes hung suspended in the air like stars on a cloudless night. I lost myself in their beauty as my thoughts drifted. Though I trusted my grandfather completely, it seemed odd that I had never met his friend. My mind wandered further and further from the cold night ride as the sleigh continued on its way. I wondered where we were heading. Suddenly, a gust of wind caught my scarf and hood, tearing them from my head. I wrestled frantically with this hungry gale to secure my prized possessions. My grandmother had made the scarf for me shortly before her death. It was then I realized how quickly we were traveling. This team was the fastest I had ever seen. Trees sped past the sides of our sleigh and snowflakes came at me as if they were being pulled towards my eyes. The cold wind chilled the small parts of my face that were exposed. I nuzzled in grandfather's fur wrap as the sled continued to pick up speed. While I knew the area around our farm well, somehow I had lost all sense of direction. The only thing I could tell for certain was that we were heading for the mountain. Corvent and Turry. I had ridden there only once before with Grandfather. That had taken a day and a half for us to reach our destination. Tonight, however, the mountain seemed to be moving towards us as fast as we were traveling towards it. Still, no matter how fast the team, I sensed this would be a long journey. I pulled a fur wrap over my face and settled my head onto my grandfather's lap. The sleigh bench was large and wide, allowing me to curl up, gathering even my feet under this comforting skin. The reassuring touch of my grandfather's hand relieved my fears, giving permission for my tired eyes and mind to rest. The rocking sleigh provided all that was needed for me to sleep. As I slept, I dreamt of America. In my mind, a place of loneliness and misery. I could see my new father dressed in rags with a worn leather strap in his hand. I could feel the crack of his belt land coolly across my back. I ran to my new mother, but when I reached her, a toothless smile met my eyes. Her shrill crackling laugh sent me scurrying away. No more Isoisus boy will you be. Now you belong to us. They both threatened in unison. They began to chase me around the room. I ran to the nearest door, but when I opened it, a blinding light struck my eyes. My body was shaking as I awakened, the crack of the driver's whip sparking the air. His deep bellowing laugh startled my senses and brought me fully awake. 
As the dashing sleigh crested a hill, the revanchelette exploded before us, causing me to shield my eyes from their brilliance. Look at that, John! Look at that! The large man called to my grandfather as the sky erupted in brilliant hues of green and red. There in the valley across a great empty expanse lay a lake frozen still as glass. From around its edges, ribbons of colored rays shot out in all directions. The lake itself glowed like a snow lantern with a thousand red and orange candles trapped beneath. Brighter than a midsummer's eve, the valley was now revealed in great detail. A secluded cabin home sat nestled below in the woods. This must be our destination, I thought. The sleigh jerked forward as the team headed for the comfort of their restful barn. As the sleigh came to a stop, I jumped out and hurried inside the cabin. I knew I would not be much help in getting the team into the barn. A welcoming fire crackled before me as I entered. The playful lights were more active here than they had been in my own home. Shadows of elves and gnomes danced upon the wall. These, however, added tints and textures that made the ghostly figures seem almost alive. I was anxious for Isoisa and his friend to return. Their reassuring laughter lessened my fear as they strolled in from the cold, radiant night. Both men sat at the table. From a pot suspended above the fire, each scooped a cup of glogi our warm winter drink. I lay down on the comfy bed beside the fire, waiting for the stories I knew would soon follow. Winter nights are long in this country. A pleasant fire and steamy glogi are all that is needed for reminiscing to begin. Their stories carried into the long winter's eve. Most were of the times they had spent together. Every once in a while, their voices would drop down to a whisper. I strained to listen, but I felt my own mind and body drifting into the land of dreams, a land that I now knew could be frightening and confusing. I fought the urge to sleep, willing my eyes to remain alert, fighting to hear the wondrous tales. Bits and pieces of stories floated within my sleepy brain. My own storyland began to mix with theirs. Elves and fairies invaded the tales my grandfather told. Dreams and reality began to dance like bride and groom, taking me away to a land of make-believe. Just before I drifted off to sleep, I thought I heard my grandfather whisper, Do you really think he knows you are here? As I slept, I had the strangest dream. The shadow elves that danced around the walls earlier in the evening came to life. They lifted me high above their heads, and I floated away through a magic land of color and snow. It felt so real, but when I awoke, I was back in the snug bed beside the fire. The sweet smell of porridge drifted from a pot over the blaze. Nicholas, my grandfather chimed. I hope you had a restful sleep last night. You have awoken just in time for some of Nicholas' delicious porridge. The cereal felt warm and soothing in my mouth as I sat by the fire. 
It was the tastiest I'd ever eaten. The glow from the previous evening still swam around the room, but by now I had become accustomed to the strange lights. This is a very strange place, Grandfather. The Ravonchulet are so bright here. Even in the dark of winter, it is light like day. Last night, Grandfather, I had the strangest dream. Elves carried me into a village of light. It seems so real. What is this place, Grandfather? Is this the home of Ravonchulet? My Isaisa paused for a long time, and then finally he began to speak. Nicholas, it is time for me to share a secret with you that I have shared with no one else, he began. It is a secret that you must also keep until the time is right to share it with someone you love and trust. Do you promise, Nicholas? A thousand thoughts flowed through my head. Where had my grandfather's friend gone? What had my Asoisa been keeping from me? Why had he not told me before? I promise, grandfather, was all I managed to say. Good, Nicholas, because I have wanted to share this with you for a very long time. And then my grandfather began. <laughs>